Welcome to yet another episode of Queens of the Drone Age, a catch-up with your friends in tech. My name is Tegan Jones, and with me are not one, but two Yo's, and whoever jumps in first gets to go first. Go. It's me, okay, I'm, it's I'm me, Rad. Amanda, hello. It's Rad here. Amanda, yo. Rad is the best yo. Um, excuse you. I'm so glad I made you fight. That was fun. We've never done that. You know what's unfortunate? We both fight in the same way. We're both kind of awkwardly going, hi, it's me. I'm the yo you want to listen to. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> I appreciated the energy, which we're going to need a lot of, Queens, because we're getting towards the end of the year, and boy, what a year it has been, filled with, weirdly enough on this podcast, just so many gadgets. You don't <laughs> say. One or two. <laughs> oh my God. So what we thought we'd do, we did this last year, is do a bit of a year in review of some of our favorite gadgets. We did try and narrow it down to one and found very quickly that did not work, but I did try. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to put some honorable mentions at the top of mine, otherwise I will never shut up about anything. So <laughs> I firstly want to shout out the Pixel 7 Pro, which we only just recently mm-hmm. talked about, obviously, favorite phone. My Leatherman, <laughs> oh, which I ooh. use a lot, use it all the time. My MacBook Air M2 from earlier in the year, which I use every damn day for work to the point where, and if anyone at work is listening, don't be a cop, but I'm still using that instead of the one work gave me. <laughs> I never opened that. <laughs> also, the iPad Air that we recently talked about. And when it comes to games, top of my list was Pentiment and Cult of the Lamb. I still haven't played Pentiment, but those are some top-notch games. And by those, I mean Cult of the Lamb, the one out of the two that I played. (laughs) And potentially (laughs) Pentiment. I'm up to the final boss in Cult of the Lamb, but I'm just accumulating more, like, grey hearts so that I can make sure I have the best chance of beating him. You know, you can probably do the fight more than once, right? You can probably just have another go at it. Yeah, but I want to get it in one go, and so I will never try. Because if I never try, then I can never fail. It's foolproof. <laughs> oh, we all need therapy. You know, for a moment there, I actually thought that you were about to say that you're up to the last boss in Pentiment. And I was racking my brains. I'm like, is it religion? Like, what? <laughs> I can't remember what it is. I'm going to fight God. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but I did choose a specific special little gadget that I've been using nonstop every single day since I got it. And unsurprisingly, it is the Sony WH-1000XM5s. That actually is a bit surprising to me. Really? Why? Yeah. I'm a massive slut for these things. Can I say that? <laughs> I mean, you just did. You did. No, it's a bit surprising because, look, I haven't used the previous ones in the series. I know that you have. I know you hoard them like a little dragon sitting atop your pile of headphones. Pretty much. But I thought the verdict more or less was that the fours were maybe better. Yes. So I actually wrote this in my notes. When it comes to like new gadgets, I was trying to stick to things that came out this year. So that went with the XM5s for that one. And there were some upgrades that we talked about in our proper episode that we reviewed these and I'll link to them in the show notes. So the things like the active noise cancellation was a bit better, microphone upgrades, Obviously, the sound's really good, but yes, you're right, really pricey. 
and still are. And so what I was going to say, which I, I figure we always talk about this every time we talk about Sony's, <laughs> is that the good news is that you can get those XM4s. And, you know, I would even say the XM3s still slap and they'll be cheaper. So why not? So really, this is a love letter to the entire XM series. Absolutely. While staying in the confine of the rules, which is things that came out this year. There are no rules. I think I made this up in my head. We make the rules. <laughs> I did not adhere to those rules whatsoever. So uh, I'm going to say I'll allow allow it. Thank you. And I'll allow whatever you all come up with, because I feel like we can use the term 2022 pretty loosely. Maybe it came out this year. Maybe we simply use them a lot in this year. Maybe (laughs) the number two is in there somewhere. I don't really care. It's our podcast. What are you going to do about it? 222 angel numbers, baby. Oh my God, I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. Gadget of the year, Dota 2. It's got a two in it. That counts. Oh God. Okay. This is my fault. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) You brought this upon yourself. (laughs) So yes, my verdict is XM5s because I use them every day, whether it is going to the gym, whether I'm going on a hot girl walk, whether I'm commuting to the office on the occasion I do that. So I figured it deserved it because I use it every damn day. Love it. A gadget that I use pretty much every day is the AirPods Pro. Yes, nice one. So Tegan's gone for the big overhead and Amanda says, I'm slimlining, I'm Marie Kondoing bulk. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to go for the AirPods. I respect it because they are better for running because you don't want big bulky headphones when you run. At least I don't. I overheat. It depends on how you run. What? What What does that mean? (laughs) If you have a very smooth head glide, I feel like the bounce of a big headphone doesn't matter. I'm imagining Rad just running like a chicken. Just like the head is still (laughs) and the body just goes. If you've got good gyroscopic neck control, then I feel like a big overhead headphone might be okay. (laughs) I'm imagining just a straight Naruto run every time you're on the treadmill. (laughs) Sorry, Amanda, tell us about the AirPods before this gets worse. Well, the thing that I've really enjoyed about the AirPods is the noise cancelling feature. How you can switch between like a noise cancelling setting or transparency which will just let a bunch of the outside sound in which is great for like safety reasons but also the noise cancelling great for when you don't have earplugs and it's just very loud around you which has been happening to me often yeah totally I love it for that reason too I like that you can have like the two options of just like blocking everyone out or not getting murdered both are great (laughs) (laughs) I love both those things simultaneously (laughs) I've heaps been loving the Gen 2 AirPod Pros as well specifically because it's got volume control now Mm. with the like haptic touch controls and that has been so so good I love being able to control the volume on the go it's very hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hot girls like to turn the volume down so they don't damage their hearing. Yeah, absolutely. And so they can hear people around them in case they get mugged or something. Some other gadgets that I wanted to shout out to were, well, I'm a very steamy lady in this episode. Oh, yeah. I've got a bunch of steamy gadgets. <laughs> mm. You're steamy in most episodes. I feel like every single episode, it's like, tried a new steam thing, probably from Facebook Marketplace. I like steam. (laughs) She likes old technology and steam trains are just the height of it all for her. (gasps) Imagine if we got her on a steam train. That would be fun. She's just trying to recapture the magic of steam. (laughs) Steam is cool and we don't give it enough credit. But yes, one of my gadgets that I did want to shout out is from Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) 
Just one? <laughs> it's the Karcher handheld steam cleaner that I got, and I was just steaming all the little crevices in my bathroom. Oh, it's fantastic. So you're still using it? It still holds up? Yeah, it still holds up. And it's also got like a little brush that I can use to like steam and scrub at the same time. How often are you needing to steam your shower? I feel like once you do it, you're not doing it that often again. Oh, Rad, it's not a matter of me. <laughs> Does she have a, like a key to your house? It'd be like start of the horror movie kind of scenes where you wake up in the middle of the night, you hear something, and it's a man in your bathroom like a gremlin steam cleaning your shower. I would love that. She <laughs> is allowed. I will give her a key. <laughs> That's the only circumstances she's allowed to do it, though. And it specifically has to be like that unhinged. <laughs> yes, it has to be while I'm asleep. She needs to enter the home. <laughs> <laughs> Another steam thing that I wanted to mention was my Samsung bespoke air dresser which is like on the very other end of steamy gadgets. No, no. Why not? It's too silly. It's too silly. It's too expensive. That's what I love about it. It's not functional enough to be as big as it is. She's using it. She's allowed to choose it, man. Like, <laughs> I don't Oh, no. It makes me feel happy and like a fancy lady. Do you just like it because it's fancy or do you like it because it does a good job on your clothes doing something that you couldn't do in another way? My jeans do feel really nice when they come out of it. Still filthy, but nice. <laughs> like, it feels refreshing. You know how, like, I don't know how to explain what refreshing your clothes feels like. I guess that kind of like having a towel that's been, like, straight out of the dryer. Could you not just have a bit of a go at your jeans with your beautiful Facebook Marketplace Karcher handheld steam cleaner? Absolutely not, because the steam from my <laughs> Karcher is so small and it would take ages to go over any garment of clothing. Sounds a lot like she already tried. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not use the very fancy iron that mum has, which I love, by the way. I think it's like a Laura Star iron yeah. and it has a steam function in it. Could you not just use that to steam your clothes? At that point, you're just ironing, aren't you? No, not if you hang it up. <laughs> Vertical ironing. You want me to hang up my clothes and then use the iron, hold the heavy iron and like just hover it over my clothes? Yes. Yes, I do. I'm not doing that. And I'm offended that you would ask. <laughs> I'm really surprised at this, Rad, because you're uh, genuinely the queen of, like, researching thoroughly. Thank you. And then buying, like, things that could be categorically called unnecessary. Like, for example, like the ear irrigation thing that had the camera on it. I'm all for it. I'm just saying that maybe there's different steamy strokes for different steamy folks. <laughs> <laughs> and that this is Amanda's version of that. Okay, the ear digger was $60 and then I got them to refund me about $25 because the Bluetooth connection wasn't very good. The respect is there. I'm just saying some people like different things. I have so few like excessive luxurious gadgets in my life. Let me have this one. I have to agree. It does feel good, doesn't it? Exactly. And I've seen Amanda multiple times tell us about how she has found something, whether it's Facebook Marketplace, even what Depop, whatever it is, and we'll take a train like a good 45 minutes to go and pick it up to like save $5 shipping. <laughs> I think she can have her steamy closet. I guess. It's a gadget and an outing, Tegan. <laughs> Have you ever tried getting in the closet? Like, can you steam yourself? I think that would work out very poorly for you. 
you'd probably end up with a lot of burns. That reminds me of when on a kid's show they had to get rid of a giant fridge prop because imitable behavior, kids could crawl into the fridge and not make it. Oh no, it's like the f- girlfriend in the freezer situation almost, like with comic books. What? The girlfriend in the refrigerator trope. Yes, in the refrigerator. You don't know? You don't know yeah. that one? It's in comics how like all the heroes, they tend to have like a girlfriend who dies tragically and then they have to go out and do vengeance or whatever. And it was coined by Gail Simone, who was referring to a particular arc of Green Lantern where the villain killed Green Lantern's girlfriend and shoved her in the fridge. Yeah, exactly. And then it became the whole thing around, like, this keeps on happening to heroes because women are just plot points for, like, their rage and, you know, getting revenge. Okay. So that's some comic book history for you. (laughs) (laughs) And my final steamy gadget was, I don't know if this counts as steam, but I'm going to count it as steam. It's water. (laughs) Water can be steam sometimes. Yeah. The Mitsubishi Dehumidifier. Yes. Really? Do you still have it? No, I don't. It just made that much of an impact. Yeah. The water was just that good, like <laughs> that tasty. <laughs> well, it came into my life at a very opportune time when all the floods were happening and my house was very moist and Ugh. it helped with that. That's a trauma bond, Amanda. <laughs> yes, it is, but it's a bond all the same. <laughs> Do you actually feel like it changed your experience of the air. Does that make sense? Like, did you see any kind of results from it or was it just the fact that you knew it was pulling out water because you could see it in the tub later? The air was so humid that I'm not sure if I felt that much of a change and if or when I did, it would very quickly like go away. But I could see all the water accumulating in there and it felt good to know that I was like helping to mitigate the mold that was growing on my clothes. <laughs> it's okay, you can steam that stuff right off. Oh, steamed mold. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Friends, I have a decently long list of things I want to mention. I'm shocked. Here we go. <laughs> this is going to take five hours. Can I get dinner first? <laughs> I did whittle this down. Thank you very much. From 10 hours, yeah. Yeah. Only five now. <laughs> So this is mostly stuff that I've been using all year that has really embedded itself into my life and I've been very much enjoying. Good. First off, I want to start with the Spigen Flex Strap. Oh my god, this is the third time. The third time. And I think it's the cheapest gadget that we've ever talked about on the show. And I love that for you and for us. I love her. She's my (laughs) special friend. I really do think when we eventually do merch that we have to have our own version of this now. You've made it too strongly part of the law, you know? Honestly, I will see people in person and show this to them and they'll stick their hand in it and they'll go, oh, that's really good. Yeah, we should definitely be like getting a profit from that. So let's... (laughs) Are you sure they're not just humoring you? No, they like it. I can tell, Manda. I can tell they really like it. (laughs) Dude, they're my friends. (laughs) So this thing is a little rubberized rectangle with an elastic strap over the top that you can stick your fingers into to hold up your phone. And it's so great. I love it because it sits fairly flat and it's really comfortable and it's quite secure. You know, you can bounce your hand around and it's not going to fall off. Oh, so good. Also, if you are still unsure what it is, you can just choose literally any other episode that we've recorded in the last, say, four months, and Rad's probably talked about it. Cut sick on that back catalogue. 
<laughs> I'm also going to give a shout out to the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max because holy hell, these phones are durable. Literally today, and the queens can back me up when we were just talking about the episode that we we're going to record tonight. I dropped the 14 Pro Max. I was raw dogging, which I know I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be doing. No case. Onto concrete, like proper road concrete. Well, footpath concrete. You know what I mean? No problems, lads. I have dropped this thing every which way. I'm also raw dogging. No case on this. I have had times when the Spigen Flex strap has detached from the phone due to the adhesive that I'm using and the phone has dropped and the whole thing is still like pretty much fine. I just have one big scratch on the screen and that's it. It has held up shockingly well. Yeah, like I'm really scared that there's been some sort of like blood sacrifice with an eldritch god (laughs) that's gone into this. I've seen how dark Tim Cook's eyes are. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh my god. You know? That whole feud that Apple had with Uber, we know there was a conversation. Don't know what happened there, but mmm. Mm. Mm. That man has buried some bodies, and by that I mean he's watched <laughs> underlings bury. No, look, I love Tim Cook. I'm just saying that this thing is shockingly good when it comes to durability. Tegan quickly backtracking so she doesn't become the next body. <laughs> no defo, no defo. <laughs> look, this thing has changed my expectations for how durable my tech should be, and it's going to become a problem because I will abuse other things that I own. We already did with the Pixel. Like we were saying, we love pretty much everything about like the, the latest, like the 7, just it's not as durable as the 14 because there was no virgin sacrifice or whatever that went into this. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I've been using all year is the Sonos Arc. I know this came out back in 2020, but I didn't get it until this year and I use it every single day. I love this soundbar. It's great for music. It's great for movies and TV. It is obviously the most expensive, but it is definitely the best soundbar that Sonos have put out. I'm genuinely so jealous because I'm still battling with a couple of years old Samsung soundbar situation and we have had nothing but problems since day dot. My Samsung TVs, great, but the soundbars, last couple of generations, always problems with dropouts. And so I'm very jealous. Yeah, look, I did try one of Samsung's like lifestyle soundbars, nowhere near the same price range as the Arc, don't get me wrong, but I had massive problems with that as well and it just didn't sound as good. The Sonos Arc in particular is really nicely voiced for both music and video content. I play music in the house all the time, so I love it. Especially if you've got like other Sonos products as well. So you've got the whole suite and ecosystem going on. Yes, again, that's quite pricey, but God damn, it's nice. Oh my goodness. It is sucking me in because I had like a couple and now I'm like, I need more. And I've been buying them to put in more rooms of the house. And now I'm considering buying one for the balcony. Yeah, you need to now go into competition with our good mate, Alex Horosh, who works over at reviews.org. I think he is up to like... 15 maybe now now a lot of those are review units but game on alex your apartment isn't that big it's already very well equipped yeah but not the balcony i don't have one on the balcony you could fit several (laughs) maybe you need the move because okay the move was like the first kind of movable one that came out a few years ago but it's a bit chunky but that would work for a balcony whereas like the room is more like an out of the house thing I actually have the room in the bathroom and I'll take it onto the balcony when I want to sit out there. That's too far. It is. It is. <laughs> I have to climb onto the bathtub to reach the room oh. where it's sitting on top of the medicine cabinet. Too high. Dangerous. You need four more. <laughs> 
But they have also introduced a Sonos voice assistant for just controlling, playing music and things like that on the Sonos, which I really love because I don't want to use Alexa. And it does all the processing on board. So it's more secure than sending your stuff off to Amazon. So I'm stoked about that. And you can use that with the Arc. Does it have a name and is it Chad? It's just Sonos. Okay, that's a shame. I love the idea of the Sonos Chad. (laughs) (laughs) I also simply must mention... The Dyson V15 Detect. Oh, I can't believe I forgot. She's changed my life. I love her so much. In case you didn't know, the carpet floor head for the V15 comes with like kind of comb teeth on the front that helps detangle hair before it goes up into the vacuum. And it has meant that I have literally not had to cut any hair out of this vacuum whatsoever for the entire year. And that's important because you've got two relatively long-haired people in your house as well as boat meal. That's exactly right. I've reviewed vacuums from other manufacturers where literally after one vacuum I had to get into the brush bar with scissors. I remember your rage because I commissioned you around a year ago specifically to write a lot of those back when I was at Finder and it just it was not comparable if I was to believe you and I do because I'm pretty sure there is not more of a vacuum expert in this country other than (laughs) you and that is not biased speaking I'm a little scared for you honestly (laughs) (laughs) let me take this moment to say to anyone that is PR for vacuums or whatever literally genuinely please do send them to me there is nothing I love to review more than a vacuum She's not joking. Like This seems like a bit. It is not. It is not. I will give you the most detailed review of a vacuum that you will get anywhere. I have taken many of them. You should hire Ryan, honestly. (laughs) They were really good. Thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah, the V15, it did come out last year, but it's been an absolute staple of my household. Use it every day. Love it. Haven't tried the Gen 5 yet, but they did redesign the motor for that one. So maybe it's even better. Who knows? But the V15 still punches. We wouldn't know. Maybe we we could find out, Dyson. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we've also got to mention the laser head. I mean, I know your apartment is mostly carpet, so you don't get as much use out of that. My house is all hardwood. So I get a lot of use out of the laser head and I love it. But it does make it so that once you pick up the vacuum, you cannot put it down. <laughs> the light shines, you see all the dust and you're like, oh, I'll just do a little bit more and a little bit more. And before you know it, you vacuum the whole house. <laughs> it never goes away. And that's Dyson actually helping you. So you're welcome. I've got other things to do, though. (laughs) But don't you want an entirely clean house? You wouldn't have known otherwise. It would have just stayed dirty, disgusting. Blissful ignorance. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to mention the Elgato Wave XLR, which is basically just a little doodad that lets you plug an XLR microphone into your computer. It just It's simple. It works super well. It's rock solid. Never had a problem with it. And it means that I can use my Shure MV7 microphone, which I'm talking into right now, without having to use the bloody micro USB! (laughs) (laughs) I think, have we all snapped those? Like those? Yeah, literally. I think mine is just like very badly bent. Mm. I hate it. I hate it that it's micro USB because that is not of the Lord. Why is that still existing (laughs) in 2022? And number two, it's just shit. Like, it's just not a good cable. I'm sorry. I love Shure microphones. This was just 
not great. I don't think that the micro USB was great for this particular microphone. So I am so happy for you. Can you hear my rage? Can you hear it? <laughs> I honestly love the MV7. Yes. I would recommend it to anyone. Gorgeous. Bar the fact that it has micro USB. Yeah. Like that is a major downfall. If it was USB-C, mwah, chef's kiss, no notes. Do you think that someone went to the designer saying, I'm sorry, lads, this microphone is actually too perfect. We're going to just have to downgrade it. <laughs> we need something to iterate on. So <laughs> We need to bring down that price point. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Rad, that I'm really, really happy that two of your like major things that you're very, very excited about are just like simple, cheaper little things, because I think that means the most in everyday life. That's very cool. It's just like, here's a cool little thing that does what it's supposed to. Not a lot of glitz and glamour, but I love it. Well, then you're going to love my next one. Ooh, is it just that strap again? You're like, you know what? I don't think we covered enough. <laughs> Circling back to the strap. <laughs> no, it's my popcorn maker. Oh, cute. Oh. Yeah, my mum gave me a popcorn maker that I believe she got off FreeCycle. Yep. And I think it's a little Breville one, but air popped popcorn is one of life's greatest joy. And it has brought me joy almost every week for the entire year. I love this because I don't think we've talked about your love of popcorn for a while. It was very much part of your entire personality when we first met. I remember you trying to source like wherever Woolies, like not maybe not where they got it from, but you were trying to buy in bulk from Woolies or something. Okay, so I was trying to get in contact with customer service for like Woolies, Coles, IGA, any grocery store to see who would sell me bags of popcorn at a bulk discount. Like I was willing to buy over a hundred bags. You're like, let's see how far we need to push this, fellas. Just give me a number. <laughs> no one was cutting a deal. No one was cutting a deal. And so my parents went and found some wholesale place and bought 25 kilos of popcorn kernels. Yeah, which is not quite the same thing. So then you needed a solution. And then they also provided that. Exactly. How far into the kernels are you? Like, are they gone? Or Oh, yeah, they're gone. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that was ages ago. Ages, years ago now. But when you've got a family of like five and two of those people eat probably a cup of popcorn a day. Yeah, I'm the same way. I eat popcorn every day, but I just buy the whatever the cheap Woolies brand is of like the little salt packet. One. I don't know they're like two bucks for like 10 or something. It's great. But oh, the microwave ones. They're, no, they're not microwave ones. The pre-pop stuff. Yeah, which oh. is actually does okay in a pinch, I would say. But my own popcorn maker. Mm. I do really love the packet stuff. It has a different texture and yes. flavor profile that I very much enjoy. All popcorns have their place. Mm. However, knowing that air popping your popcorn is probably the most environmentally friendly because of lack of waste. Yes, less plastic. Exactly. And it's also probably healthier for you. It's a way to enjoy my favorite snack in a, I guess, more responsible manner. I like that because popcorn, if you're not putting like a ton of salt and butter on it like at the movies, and that's no hate. I love that stuff probably more than life itself. It's up there with hash browns <laughs> for me. It's really locale if you're just air popping popcorn usually. So it's like my little treat after the gym. It's great. And you can also make your own caramelized popcorn if you so choose. Mm. Yeah, I do actually. We put gulam malaka on popcorn. It's good. But that is in stark contrast to my last kind of gadget of the year special mention, which is the Asus Zenfold that we talked about an episode or two ago. Oh, yeah. The one that you're scared to take out of the house for about 7,000 reasons, I believe. And that's with a dollar amount at the start. Uh-huh. It is indeed. This thing is expensive. 
expensive, but the reason that I wanted to mention it is because this thing is like peering into the future and seeing all of the possibility and joy that tech is going to bring me in the next couple of decades. And I can't wait. I know that we've had foldables before. Sure. I know that Samsung has brought many foldables to market, but they were small. Yep. There were phones. This is big. I'm excited. I think you should be. We've all touched it. It's all very exciting. And what I'm excited for is when we crowdfund that $7,000 so we can actually properly stress test this thing and drop it. <laughs> Shut up, Tegan. Look, I'm just saying it's a good Christmas gift for the queen, seven smackaroonies to test this laptop. I am sending this thing back in two days and I will breathe easy once it's gone. You know, this is going to turn into a heist thing where you think you're giving it back to, you know, the courier, but it's a mandarin, a moustache or something, and we're going to capture the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. I'm flattered that you think I could pull off a moustache. I do. I do think you could. And with that glorious image of Amanda in a moustache to take you into the rest of your day, that is it for another episode of Queens of the Drone Age. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Queens, for hanging out and sharing all the stuff you've been really excited about this year because it's very wholesome and makes me happy. I think I'm going to go make some popcorn now. Yeah, I'm going to walk over to your house and eat some popcorn. I'm not. I'm I'm lazy, but... (laughs) I want popcorn now. We all do. Queens the Drone Age is a Queens of the Drone Age production. It is made by us, but this episode was edited by Sam Blacker from the podcast Butler, and all of our gorgeous art and branding is by the wonderful Taya Godson. Queens of the Drone Age abides by the MEAA Journalist Code of Ethics. Anything we say on the show is our honest opinion, which is editorially independent and not for sale, although maybe for popcorn, like the jury's out on that. If someone gets in contact with us, maybe we'll see how that goes. (laughs) If you'd like more information Information about anything we've discussed on the show, head over to queensofthedroneage.com for all of our show notes. And if you like what we do, please leave us a review and a rating, five stars only, share us with a friend, or hit us up on social media. We absolutely love hearing from you. Until next time, see you in the future. It's okay, you can steam that stuff right off. Oh, steamed mold. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I can with my hairdresser, which I love. Actually, I don't know if that kills me. Anyway, sorry, cut that bit. Now put it in. You care too much about being accurate. Mm. Let it fly. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in this. Whatever Sam does, <laughs> that's what happens, baby. What happens in the edit is between Sam and God. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, Sam, if you uh, recorded a bit of your own voice, had a bit of a response <gasps> to that. Yes. Oh, we yeah. love that. That's cute. Let's get a bit of Sam voice in here. We love it. Yeah. It'd be the first. Well, okay. Not technically, because I think we've had a Samsung exec on before, but I want to count it as like first dude that's on the podcast, technically. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Love it. First queen man. not a king a queen man specifically i didn't even think of the word king gang i honestly don't know what i'm meant to be replying to anymore i think maybe it was about including some of the audio maybe also whether or not you want me to accept the title of man queen either way the audio's there now sorry amanda